0: Hey guys, what's going on? It's your girl Yvonne Orgy and Roz Gold on what and on this episode we discuss Cam Newton WNBA misconceptions and LaVar Ball. Check it out Just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real real
1: What's going on everybody? It's your girl Yvonne Orji and Roz Goldenwood. Welcome to a new episode of Ball Girl Magic and guess what What What's that? Yvonne and I are actually sitting right next to each other in Atlanta! <laughs> Turn up! In ATL where the play is ball. No? No, no where the play is play. No, no. Welcome, Welcome to, to Atlanta, Atlanta where the, the play, play is play, play and the ball is ball. Oh, Lord. Do no. we need to start the episode? Oh, no, we're going to keep it because we need you to know no, no, that, no. that that happened. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Where the play is play and uh don't come to me for lyrics the, what you don't want
0: to tell me no are you gonna tell me that's not the way it goes no, but then you don't know how what?
1: you you have been known recently
0: <laughs> to rap off beat and mess up rap <laughs> lyrics listen we have already established that singing is not my testimony okay
1: Put
0: out a recent sh- I, I I put out I put out a for the D challenge, y'all. Um she
1: said the D was for deliverance.
0: It is, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's, that's the that's the only D I'm getting that's all that's the only D am getting. Um and I was way off me and you know the world now knows. But God, I told you God can't trust me with a singing voice because I would be a stripper. And my stripper name would be Chocolate Testimony. That's it. And so I would be I would be the one on the phone line First John one and nine, y'all. First oh John God. one and nine, y'all. Romans ten ninety ten, y'all. And with a body roll. The
1: good, the good thing about being right next to each other doing the podcast is I, I literally get to see the body rolls, in <laughs> and that's making me so happy. Um, so yes, Yvonne and I are in Atlanta right now. Tell them why we are. We are in her hotel room.
0: This is very true. And I'm legitimately in my robe. This is a thing that's happening. These are factual. Ross came and I was in the shower. I was like, girl, come on in. Yvonne, right.
1: Yvonne totally was. She was singing her gospel praise. Listen, I was was with her. I was, you know what? I came in. Yvonne, first of all, no, I said I was going to be there at 11. Yvonne, Yvonne, I knocked on the door. First of all, I was five minutes. So 11.05. Yvonne was like, one second (laughs) from the bathroom. Listen, it was a rough night and I had to get my so I needed an extended Worship. No, no, she was good. So she was still in the shower. She like opens the door. I come sit on the couch and I could hear you singing from the, from the bathroom. And I actually thought that was so beautiful. I was like, I was like, yo, I really love Yvonne. Like I, I really love her spirit. Y'all like she was in the bathroom, just Every now and then, you would hear her shout it out. Just trust him. Like, I don't even know what it was that you were singing. But I was like, I felt good and uplifted from the couch while you were getting ready. <laughs> Not trust. Trust
0: him. You got to lean on the Lord. Yes, I was, girl. That is my morning worship with my beats pill. I'm just like, we out here in these streets. Because last night was rough. I ain't going to front. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself in the Lord like David did. I was tore up last night. I was fine. Or does anyone even care? And then this is why I was, you know, like that moment where you got like, you gotta go to bed. <laughs> you're, just, you're not you when you're tired. <laughs> Have a Snickers. I mean, just go take a nap. Have a nap. So I woke up this morning like, it's a new day. You know, Jesus is on the throne. And I will make it. And I had to. So, I was like, I'm coming. But I need this extra 10 minutes of this shower. the show. The shower praise is the best.
1: The best praise. The best praise. I do all actually do most of my talking to God in the shower.
0: Because that's what all, like, you uninhibited.
1: Like, uninhibited. But I feel like physically, like, metaphorically, you're being you're being cleansed. And it's starting the day fresh.
0: Girl, I was being baptized this morning. I was like, <laughs> "Dip me in this, in this tub, in this shower." Jesus, I need, I need dipping. Uh, but I'm, I'm good now. You can't do it. Shaded the heck out of me, and I was like, "It's all so good. I love you, right
1: back." Um, okay, so why are we in Atlanta? Why are you here? Well, you didn't tell him why okay. you're here. Well, I'm in Atlanta because I literally, like, just a few days ago moved to Atlanta. Full time from my new job with Turner Sports, NBA on TNT, <laughs> NBA <sighs> TV, we out here um, is located in Atlanta. So I actually am surprised how little I haven't felt sad. I've felt I'm really loving the job, I'm loving the people that I've met so far. I love my apartment. It feels like I'm loving the place in life I am. I like my community. I keep learning something different about the streets each day. like, I'm excited about the future. I had a welcoming committee from Yvonne <laughs> who took me to poor Calvin's for my first dinner.
0: Yeah, and poor Calvin was not cheap. That poor Calvin was not poor. <laughs> poor Calvin's trying to make us poor. I was like, what is this? How much did we order between the two of us? I was like, I see why you got the name poor Calvin. She was like, you lucky I love you, Roz. <laughs> I was like, don't let these HBO checks fool you. I'm a frugal African. I was like, hold up, hold up. Who got the water? Who
1: got, no, we didn't ask for the water.
0: No, the food was good. Pork happens is worth it, y'all. If you're ever in Atlanta, yo, check out Pork happens.
1: All right, so why are you in Atlanta? So I
0: am in Atlanta because I am filming my very first movie. Mm -hmm. Booyaka, booyaka. Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, why? <laughs> I'll tell you why, because in high school, a friend of mine was like, yeah, her brother's a rapper, and we were like, okay, let's, let's hear one of his songs, and that was one of his lyrics, he was like, booyaka, booyaka, happy Hanukkah, we were like, mm. okay. you know okay. what, well, you made it rhymes, it rhymes, <laughs> <It laughs> if don't right. nobody else show you love, ball, ball girl magic, magic. We'll we we got you, but So I'm, I'm here. about the movie, so it's called Night School, and it's with uh, a little known comedian, you may or may not know him or her, uh, Kevin Hart. Oh wow. Are you familiar? Are you have you heard of Kevin He's Hart? Not familiar. Yes, a little <laughs> bit. And then <laughs> and then there's another young lady like uh Tiffany Haddish. I wow. know she's like super uh, new. She just had a Did... recent movie. I really oh, I'm surprised don't that you know about it. Yes. No, I'm so I'm living my best <laughs> life. I am on set with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Uh, it's it's like so dope, and then we got Ben Schwartz. We have bang, bang. M- Megalyn, fellow Nigerian out here in these bang, streets. Bang, bang. Bang. Wow, yeah, there's it's a lot of bangs. I don't know. It's a lot of bangs. <laughs> you
1: did a sound effect, so I wanted you to do. You now you sound
0: like we're, we're in Asia. <laughs> bang! I'm like, what's happening? Bangra blowout. It's an international show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. we are gonna do Bangra. bangla bangla. bangla have you never heard? Okay, that's it. okay. Never yeah, southeast Asia. Okay. Okay. okay, we took it too far. Um, yeah. So I'm just I'm loving it and. The the movie comes out next September. Uh, so that's why I'm in Atlanta. I'm also performing at The Punchline on the 11th. Awesome. But get this it's sold out! <laughs> I was just going to say it. I was gonna shout you out, but you shouted yourself out. I can shout you
1: out. (laughs) You know, I love a self shout out. (laughs) Yo,
0: yo, yo, Roz lives for the self shout out. I'm like, Roz, how's your day going? You know what? I'm doing really good because (laughs) I accomplished
1: this today. Do not even act that way. No, but so her show is sold out. Congratulations to Yvonne. Thank you. The comedian superstar.
0: Wow. And yo, shout out to all of y'all in ATL who, like, in 24 hours were like, she's here. And tickets were gone. <laughs> right. So if you're listening and you're in New New York, I will be at Caroline's on Broadway starting off the new year, right? Uh, January 4th through the 6th. Okay. I'm headlining Caroline. Okay, so go cop them tickets because they will get sold out. And I don't want no no more people mad at me because the DM's like, but can you
1: add a second, show? Right, right, like, y'all, I'm filming. And friends, friends, pay for a ticket, too. Ooh, ooh! You better speak life. I no, feel no, like no, the no, Holy no, no. Spirit. <laughs> no, no, just, just because you know it's 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 hard and, and it's hard on a person. You know she can't have everybody in there free. Support your friend. Buy that ticket. Don't send that text. And just be there. Show love. I appreciate.
0: it. I feel like uninterrupted. Should like just buy out. Like, one one night. I feel like they should just buy out. A- right. Hey, LeBron, are you listening? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mav, what's poppin'? Why don't you just see hey, Maverick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know say just buy out a whole night, invite all your friends, you know, all the all the Knicks players, everybody, you know, from New York. I don't care. Like, it's you got the night. It's your, it's your night
1: to invite Come whoever on you through. want. Come on through. Shameless plug. Um, that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get to the show. Let's get to the show, y'all. All right, so the latest. The latest. In the Cam Newton Jordan Rodrigue sh- situation, should we call it? <laughs> Were you about to call it <laughs> something, uh, 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 something uh, you, you. That's not what you said at first. No, well, no, no, what was no, no. It? That was just a stutter. That is was you, all. Situation. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a stutter. Uh, their situation. Yes. Um, if I could just quickly recap. Take you, recap it for those of you who have not been following or who need a refresher. So Cam Newton is at a press conference and he is asked a question by a female reporter jordan rodrigue it is about routes um, and physicality within route running and it's a good question and cam newton if you've watched the video you should watch it because the non-verbal body cues are as um telling as the verbal thing he actually said his face was just like a like he just started to scoff and laugh while she was asking the question and then when she finished asking about routes he said (laughs) i'm sorry you know I just, it's just kind of funny to me to hear a woman, you know, asking about routes. I can't believe it, you know? And he clearly didn't see anything wrong with the suggestion, which later then blew up um, justifiably, where many people were like, wait, what? Still happening in 2017? where surprised women are working in sports and asking sports-related questions at a sports interview. And so... Then it got messy, guys. so the woman Jordan Rodrigue, um, had every right to be upset and was very public about her um, her her feelings about it. So at first she tweeted something to the effect of, "I know that um, I don't think it's funny." I don't think my question was funny. I think it's my job to ask that question. She then went on to say that Cam Newton, she went to speak with him, seeking out some kind of apology or some kind of acknowledgement, and he would not apologize and did not want to talk and did not talk with her about it. It got back and forth on who, if that happened, what what, what was said. Then the Twitter trolls went back into her archives of tweets and found tweets from five years ago where allegedly she was using the N-word. Which am I? Yo! I don't know how to tweet.
0: <laughs> I don't know how to twitter right because I can't find tweets from yesterday. <laughs> right. like, I literally this is real talk. I literally went back and I was like, oh, you know how you follow a thread and you're like so-and-so is replying to so-and-so. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then it stopped. And I was like, but what was the original tweet? <laughs> right. And then I went to the person's page and it was like a tweet from 2015. I was like, how you jump? How you jump from Wednesday to 2015? I don't know how to tweet y'all, so I don't know how they specifically found this one. I'm just, I'm impressed with them. Two- I'm, I'm actually curious how they do that. Yeah, right. I'm like, cause okay, go to my. we guys. We're we're trying to figure this out right now. <laughs> this is like, like just hope go. I not have
1: nothing messy in there.
0: I ain't got nothing messy. Like I I just started tweeting for real. <laughs> I was like Instagram Honestly, was my I thing. Like,
1: I feel like your tweets are just like Instagram links. That come the Instagram
0: <laughs> they link. <laughs> They
1: are. I was like, you know me so well. Oh, wait, wait, you, wait. Can I? Am I service? following you?
0: Does it say follows you? Yeah. I should be following no, you. No, we just
1: I have no service. Oh, we're hysterical. Okay. Unless you're not following me, and then Ooh. for that I'm gonna be petting a Then this this just got real messy. <laughs>
0: this just got real. Guys, this is not about me. Focus, focus. This is about Cam. You know
1: what? I actually they're probably using an app. But in any case Oh, maybe that's what it is. Use hashtag ballgirl magic and let us know. How do like how actually, do we search our tweets? Like so in, we can in know chronological order. So we can know if there's any incriminating messages or five years ago if I like mistakenly admitted having a crush on somebody okay. that now at this point in my life I might actually have the chance of meeting in person. <laughs> ain't that a a thing imagine if if, uh, all my tweets about Idris Elba and I end up having to like work with him at an award show or something you just put yourself out hey Idris hey Idris Rod is certainly in Atlanta she's
0: available
1: like five years ago I was like I would risk it all for (laughs) Idris Elba Okay. I was Back- like 12. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No Thank you for that. Thank you. I was 12 5 years ago. Thank you for that. <laughs> I was I was 16 <laughs> five, 5 years ago. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, um so Jordan Rodriguez 5 years ago was using the N-word on Twitter. <laughs> and so also wrong. So we yeah. so it became a debate on
0: like why would do I why was that even an issue why did that get brought
1: up right right so like it was then all of a sudden people got outraged suddenly it was like they were discrediting her for using uh racial commentary in her in her tweets from the past which Yvonne and I have talked about it she's wrong for that is wrong mm-hmm. and also uh Cam Newton's comments were wrong it is possible that both are are yeah can they're happen mut- you're not mutually exclusive exactly if so, Yv- i'm I mean, <laughs> eating nutella to go right now i'm eating nutella and Breastix, yo. so she's on the podcast right now with a mouthful of whatever <laughs> no well that's because roslyn shamed me see <laughs> roslyn with her
0: nba playing physique right she grabbed my arm and was like oh my god are you okay are you a wounded
1: bird did i hurt you i literally grabbed yvonne's arm like i don't know like joy like in a joking way and like it was so soft and fragile, <laughs> like I felt the bones come together, and I was like, "Oh my God, Yvonne. That that's that actress life." Are y'all eating? Yeah, soft and fragile is my new mixtape. Oh, <laughs> <what? laughs> soft and fragile. Cook, cop it. Make sure you're eating protein, though. That's a, that was unnatural. <laughs> so, that's, I'm right there. so she's sitting here eating Nutella to go. She's like, "You be the reporter. Bring them up to speed." Okay. So I think that was you know the 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 answer. There is it is. Rodrigue is wrong. Jordan is wrong for her past tweets, which she apologized for. Mm-hmm. And Cam Newton was wrong for his moment on, you know, just kind of laughing and showing his mindset. It was very telling of his thought process around women in that moment or their ability in the world of journalism in that moment. But just last night, Cam Newton, I mean, fresh off the press, fresh off the press, put out an apology. And it and it wasn't
0: one of those like you know the ones that we don't like from dude <laughs> like when you are in a relationship where a dude is like you know what I'm saying if I did something to make you mad I'm sorry You're like right. who, who doesn't hate those apologies I hate that if I if if, it, if, if, if you I, felt away by the words by that way, I said wait what <laughs> no I I'm telling you I felt away so that's why I said what I said it's like I mean
1: also what you said was wrong and that's what deserves an apology not my. Uh, Perceived Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. reaction to words you may or may not have said with a may or may not intention, or it was, but in any case, that backhanded apology. Yeah, please can you put that? I can tell you where to put that. Yeah, but I
0: appreciate Cam for actually being like, Yo, I I messed up. Mm -hmm. That was not right for every woman that for every journalist I offended because he took it to like your mama's.
1: He He said, He said, Mama's reporters. He brought up his two daughters that he wants them to be any, let them know that they can be anything they want to be. He said the joke's on me. Um, He said it was extremely unacceptable what I said. Um, He also talked about, you know, this has, he has also, you know, been punished for this. He lost fans. He lost sponsors, money. So this is a question. Do you accept the apology? Ballgirl Magic, people listening, hashtag Ballgirl Magic. Tell us if you feel... And I do look through the hashtags, so please, please tell us what you feel. Tell us if you feel convinced of Cam Newton's apology, if you feel it was a learning moment and you're willing to move on. Do you feel like maybe, or do you also feel like maybe was it done well? Do you feel like maybe he was pressured because he started losing money or someone told him to? There were some people who may feel like it wasn't uh, really coming from him since he didn't respond to Jordan right away. Yvonne, I'll let you. I'll let you answer.
0: I mean, I I don't think it's for me to accept, right? You know, or not accept. I think you know who he spoke to, and I think I, I think he he said it as a as a man in the industry, and you know, was was very earnest about it, and you know, understanding there's like a the chauvinistic attitudes behind what he said. I think he was very sincere. Um, so listen, I hope Miss Rodriguez. And him can, you know, pass this up or whatnot. Or maybe this is a a Kanye Taylor with Swift moment.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe,
0: maybe he just helps her career I, I don't know. Um, but I feel like it was very sincere. And I feel like, you know what? It's a, it's a learning moment. Sometimes mm. the best moments in your life are those teachable moments. Right. Where you mess up. And you mess up warrior And you're like, oh, you know what? Dang. I wasn't even looking at it like that. And I feel like even transferring that to, like, race relations. I wish more people could have more like thoughtful insight when race racial things happen and they'd be like, oh, you know what? I was really insensitive to saying that or thinking that way and it didn't dawn on me until I got checked on it.
1: Mm-hmm. I apologize. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like that could really start the healing process in, in America. I very much agree with that, Yvonne. I think um, we have to be careful in whatever relationship, whatever it is in our life, whether it's this Cam Newton situation or we're talking to our, our family members or our loved ones or strangers within the U S and there's tensions that when someone that you guys may be coming from different sides, when someone is saying, okay, I've thought about it differently Mm -hmm. or I'm coming to the light or I apologize. We have to, I feel like it's important on the other side to be welcoming to them. Otherwise, there's no point in the conversation and yeah. discourse. If if,
0: like, yeah. No one
1: grows that way. Not only do they have to have the growth to say, you know, my bad, or you know what, you're right. We have to have the growth to say, okay, that's that's the step forward we were looking for, mm-hmm. and you're welcome here. We take you back in. Like We're not going to continue to hold that against you and play you for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, again if you're sincere about it and you really are like, dang, I didn't even, I didn't even think about it like that. My bad. Mm-hmm. That is the step forward. Because if everyone just stays mad forever, then it's like, dang, what's the point of me apologizing? And no one moves on a and position. And no on.
1: And also, um, I think you, you see a lot of apologies now that look very corporate, you know. <laughs> I I apologize for this, or I'm sincerely sorry that was not my intention. Also, a lot of them are written out pieces, like, on someone's iPhone, or they have it written out by their PR person. Cam came on camera. He had an extended version. He had a shortened version. He talked about... I mean, he talked very sincerely and thoroughly about it. I think he did... A, I, I, I was happy to see it. It's not my place to say, oh, do I forgive him, but as a member of the public... Um, I felt moved by it. And also as a reporter, um, I could speak to my experience and just say, um, I, I think for me, I haven't seen a lot of issues because of being a woman in a mostly male world covering the NBA. I think a lot of that had to do with the organization I was working in, the guys I worked with. I had a really quality group of men with the Warriors and also the organization. And plus when a team is winning, you're more likely to see everybody happy and encouraging. <laughs> if you're talking to a team that's losing, you might see the the jerk personalities come out more. So I understand the dynamics of that. Is Cam losing? Um, it's it's he's right now, I would say for Cam, he's constantly under a lot of pressure because some people will say he's not being as great as he can be or mm-hmm. fulfilling the the Potential, and I also feel like people are just on Cam. He gets a lot of flack. He's in a public eye. People have a lot of expectations for him to to speak up politically. How he's dressed, also how he's dressing, little things like that. So I feel oh, like that's right, was... he was in the the romper. The... <clears throat> I thought Cam looked good in the romper. <laughs> he could pull it off wait did, wait important question did cam look good in the romper no but he pulled it off was, was that an important question <laughs> hashtag Bulgar magic let think, us know i think i think he did because he has had like floral prints right yeah what he had like floral prints i i wasn't paying that much attention to the prints, but, ah! but no i wait i'm not even saying it like that wait a second yvonne do he not said it. wait not like that look at von try make me blush
0: Girl, I think you did
1: that on your own. No, I wasn't even paid. It's the romper design. I thought he pulled it off well. His physique matched it. And it was a daring thing to do with everybody being hard on the rompers. Oh, so you saw his physique? But you didn't see the Okay, I'm moving <laughs> on. Because Yvonne is being ridiculous. Just will we be talking about reporters trying to be taken seriously, Yvonne's like, oh, so you thought Cam looked good? <laughs> Listen, it's October. It's officially cuffing season. Oh, my God. It's,
0: so I'm just trying to figure out where this is going. <laughs> now you're sweating. <laughs> Y'all got to understand Roz Ross starts sweating Stop. when she gets <laughs> me, Roz. when Ross is embarrassed Stop or blushing, me. she starts sweating. She was cool this whole time. I, I got was, the air I got the air on at 70 in my hotel room. Ross was doing just fine. I got have some water. Now this was fanning herself.
1: <laughs> Cam does have, you know, a lot of pressure on him on the stage he's on, but I just think too, this is an important conversation for everyone within sports and other male dominated fields too, like women, we've got to be strong. Come, we've got to come prepared and come confident when we walk into those worlds and into those locker rooms. Um, but also I would say it also helps when you feel the respect, um, the, the support, um, the earnestness, the feeling that you're being taken seriously in that locker room by your colleagues, male reporters, um, you know, and obviously the players, you know, sometimes the players aren't even that great, you know, to to the male reporters, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, I would be careful not to take everything as a slight. Um, but, you know, I think I think this was a healthy conversation. And, um, you know, for Jordan, I just hope moving forward that this was a tough situation for her because as a reporter, you're constantly struggling between you want to report the story, you don't want to become the story, and right here she became the story. And it also turned out that not only was it an uncomfortable situation with Cam, who is the star of this team, and she will need to hear from him over and over, and get quotes from him and talk to him. That relationship may be a little different. Um, well, I don't think so because he, you know, like you said. They can move on because the apology was earnest. Right.
0: And, you know, should she accept it, which, you know, I hope she does, then it becomes less about what just happened and moving forward. I think they bo- I think he will be a little bit more, um, uh, I guess, introspective right. to what he says to right. other reporters, not just her.
1: So hopefully they both handle it in a really mature way and the rest of the locker room follows suit. But also, you know, some of her personal past has been opened up and put her in a spotlight she probably wasn't expecting as well. So, um, you know, it's a learning and growth situation for both, and I think... Something that needed to be paid. Um, sometimes these moments, as embarrassing as they are, that they're still happening in 2017, yeah. re spark the conversation and remind you that we still have work to do.
0: Again, going back to the racial stuff, Right. it's like it all kind of interweaves. It's like, yes, in 2007, even like when I see like firsts, you know, I'm just like, dang, we still celebrating firsts in 2017. Right. You did say that. Yeah, like From- just first black woman to, and you're like, dang. 2017, right. but, but then you think like, dang, civil rights was like just 1960s, right. but dang, Gina, right. it's, a, it's a lot of stuff that we still need to like get past, heal, and grow from, from even now. So kudos to, to Cam for, you know, being a man about it and uh, and apologizing and, and hopefully, and kudos to uh, Miss Rodriguez for coming out and being like, hey, I don't appreciate this, mm-hmm. you know, because her first tweet was, it's my job. Right. You know, because like you said, any you got to be bold in those environments. And anybody could have been real timid and been like, oh, that was uncomfortable. Did anyone else feel like that was uncomfortable? And mm-hmm. then not say nothing about it. But she was just like, hold
1: up, bruh. I do this. Right. I do this for a living. So shout out to both of them. Awesome. All right. So let's move on in our topics today. We have the WNBA Finals. Congratulations to the Minnesota Lynx. Just defeated the LA Sparks in a compelling competitive five game series and we are so excited for the for the links and of course wnva mvp and finals mvp sylvia fowles who put in work 20 rebounds in game five did all the dirty work just just leading the way inside maya moore continues to be excellence simone augustus lindsey whalen neka agumike Valiantly, alongside Candace Parker and many others, led the LA Sparks. Um, Neko Gumake friend to the show, and our family always make us proud. Um, hey. Always makes us proud. So, in honor of all of the excitement around the WNBA finals and the championship, uh, where I felt like everybody's th- in my timeline, my Twitter timeline seemed to be in on it. I feel like there are also still some misconceptions to clean up because there's always going to be haters and trolls. It doesn't matter how big the series is or how exciting. I feel like we're always seeing the trolls. And the WNBA this season and a few individuals have had some fun trolling the trolls. They've put out some fun uh, uh, short videos on Instagram and stuff, you know, saying like, whatever, haters, we don't care. We're going to keep on prospering and glowing. What were people trolling them about? people are always trolling the WNBA Yvonne In- you haven't seen it no, like what like what did they respond to specifically just you know it's you'd be surprised if you check sometimes a tweet um, or something from the WNBA highlighting a woman who is working her hardest and doing something great on the court you'll see a bunch of dummies respond and say something like nobody cares oh you know was anybody there watching
0: you know what? and think, it, it's just I'm like that joint was it's like I, I hate the rap that female sports get because, yeah. like, I Sloane when she was playing, we was watching. Like, people were very excited mm-hmm. for that tennis game, even when Venus and Serena play. When you know, even the uh, women's World Cup soccer team, it was like people are always shocked. Like, oh my God, there's fans. It's all, I almost feel like it's the same way when like there are black shows that come in. Like, what black people watch? Themselves <laughs> right. on TV. Right. Who knew? Right. Who who would have thought Empire would you know shatter ratings? Who would have thought? You know, like it's just like what are you talking? Like you give people who are not represented an opportunity mm. to be represented. People show up. Right. So the WNBA is the same thing.
1: Absolutely. And um, I, I like the fact that in your circle, in your worlds, like it was foreign to even hear that people were hating on the WNBA. I'm glad that that was something that was a surprise yeah. to you. And a lot of times I'm of the thought process, like don't acknowledge the haters and continue to glow up and do your thing. But sometimes it's sometimes, and I think this year, some of the WNBA players, you know, Carrie Champion was in a video yeah. with them. You saw that piece and they did it um, with a, I forget which Beyonce song, yeah. um, but or something, but um Basically, it was super badass, and they were just like, address the haters, and they were like, we're going to keep shining, so sit down. Shining, 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 (laughs) all of this
0: winning, because guess who won? Even though, NECA, we were very sad that, you know, you all lost,
1: but the WNBA won. The WNBA won, and so let's go through the top five misconceptions about the WNBA finals and the WNBA. So first up, we're going to start off with um, one that shouldn't matter, but we're just going to address it quickly. Let me just do my troll voice. All of those players are lesbians. They're all gay. Yeah, but they're dunking on y'all. Right. So, okay. so can you beat them in a, in a game? And, <laughs> and and so it shouldn't matter. But let's just address this because I think it really hit a, a heyday when Candace Wiggins had come out with a, a statement or an interview saying 98% of the league yeah. uh, was gay. And, shut that down. You, no, you got to, you gotta, first of all, and you know I still hear about that. It's like it's, it's something that it can't, it's it's hard to shake off because it, it confirms so many people's stereotypes about the league. But there's if there's about 140 players in the league, you know, that would mean like four players are straight. I mean, that's that's absolutely incorrect. And there, yes, of course, there are homosexuals in the WNBA as there are in the NBA, as there are in your workplace, as there are in your friendship groups. It's certainly not... They're not all gay, but there's all sorts of women of sexuality. There are, there are homosexuals. There are women who are straight. There are mothers. There are mothers who are. There are women who are married with children, women who are married with no kids. There are single mothers who are bringing their children to practice or going overseas with them. And it, they can all dunk on you. And they can all <laughs> dunk on you. So that is not true, not even close to true. Also, hold on. If we're really talking about it like real talk,
0: if you've given birth and you still out here grinding and balling, like that's talent, right? Like, like, cause that's that's surgery in and of itself. Plays over here with Achilles injuries, right? You know, coming back, that's that's great. But I just popped out a human being, right? And I'm coming back on the court like that.
1: That is wow. And so these, back to the sound effects. But these women actually, it's a really important are really important case studies for um, maternity in the workplace. Mm. You know, many have shown positive examples of being able to have their child, plan, work out through it, come back to the court. In fact, also. Especially if you have like a C-section, like y'all, like. Man, like Serena's about to come back and show us all and
0: dominate the game after she had a human being. That's like, crazy. I'm I'm telling you, as great as Federer is, he never had a human being. Okay, okay say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like, well, why she keeps
1: saying human being? Yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> she never had a human... So it's it's important and um also, too, one thing I'll bring up too. Sometimes I have people reach out to me. Um, Do you think it's okay to have my daughter uh, go see, go play on a woman, on a girls' basketball team, or that they're afraid to put their daughter on a team because they're afraid of maybe she'll become gay or become a lesbian? And I just want to dispel this myth and say that is a lot. That that is not where that comes from, <laughs> and the fact that such small minded thinking might keep you from allowing your daughter to join a a sports team where she is going to get such important life skills like hard work, work, teamwork, handling adversity, learning how to work hard, uh, how to be humble, you know, just all these great life lessons that you get from sports. If that superstition, if that stereotype would keep you from letting your child do that, it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. The num top, Five misconceptions about WNBA Finals. Number four, players make no money. Not true.
0: Okay, talk about it. You you got them money moves? You got them bags? You got I, that Cardi B? I got, <laughs> right, right. These is
1: plenty shoes. These
0: are, I guess, <laughs> I ain't got to <laughs> choose. You
1: still don't know the lyrics no, to the song? We can see the song went like triple platinum, we, number one in the world. I do know the lyrics. What's the, but, wh- what's the lyrics to the main to the main chorus that everybody I wasn't knows? I was trying to sing the chorus. Sing the chorus. Yo, are you serious? I'm putting you on the spot. Yvonne Orgy, what are the words Wait. to the chorus of Bodak Yellow?
0: Yvonne? I will sing the chorus, but you gotta let me finish because she was like, I get both of them if I want to. I ain't gotta choose. That's a lyric. Right? Right or wrong? Wrong or right? Say it again. No, no! <laughs> you press, press me, rewind, Press
1: me, <laughs> Yvonne
0: Orgy is sweating right now. I am not. I'm I'm as cool as a cucumber. These are bloody shoes. If I do if you see me, I don't speak. That means I don't mess with you. And I'm not about to be messing with rods in about five seconds, cause she about to see me and I'm not gonna speak. How about that? How about that?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. How about that? How about that? Uh, did you hear the how, how about that girl just got signed to a record deal? What is the how
0: about that girl? Who is the how about that girl? Girl, are you
1: even watching TV you, or I'm like right now? Looking at Twitter?
0: I've been praying been Worshipping for the last two two weeks. I got top. I got issues.
1: I'm dealing with. What what is that? How about that girl? I forgot her name, but she's that but girl. What, what, like is that there that got in a fight and she was like, "Meet me out, catch me outside." How about that? Remember that girl? Was this recently? Oh my god, Yvonne.
0: So wait, what happened? So she somebody called her in a fight.
1: Tell me the story. She's right? like a 13 year old girl or something, and she. Uh, basically, that was her moment, and it got really, it went viral. Like, she- what did she win the fight? I think she was actually. If I think about it, she might have been on like a one of those TV shows, like those talk shows, and somebody in the crowd was saying something. I might be making this all I up. Gotta it. So, <laughs> so, so to I be- also could be making all this up. So wait, explain
0: what happened.
1: So there's a girl <laughs> that
0: was trying to fight this girl, and and so she like bossed up and was like, "Won't you meet me outside? How about that?"
1: Yeah, or oh, C- "Cash me outside" was the thing. "Cash me outside? How about that?"
0: Cash like C-A-S-S? She had a list. That's that's on. how she
1: spoke, and like cash. people made fun of it and it went viral. But then she then so put that. She was getting
0: was she getting bullied?
1: She wasn't gonna, I'm going to need you to do this one <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need Yvonne to catch up on like a, I, need <laughs> up. Up. I need
0: to catch up
1: catch <laughs> up. I need you to catch up yeah, on I'm catch up and catch up. So How about that. What's Ooh. I'm say about it to again. Need, I'm about to catch up and catch up cuz I'll
0: make money. Ah.
1: Ah. Okay. Um so while you catch up on what's trending in the world today, um we will move on. So women the WNBA. Okay. Um Oh, okay. So thank you to our producer, Benoni, told us she was on Dr. Phil as a trouble team. The audience was coming at her and she lashed out. And so she basically she was like, she was like, catch me outside then. How about that? Oh, and so, so- now so this, my story was, she's now turned that moment of just she just, you know, into like thir- millions and millions of followers. And now she's got a record deal. And she's put out a song.
0: Is there a song called Catch Me Outside?
1: No, but I have no idea. I'm
0: like, because I, well, I have I, no I, idea I kinda
1: what, what I kind of want to hear that,
0: like, to a beat. <laughs>
1: catch me outside. Catch me outside. How about that? Hey, catch me outside. Catch me outside. How about that? Hey, catch me outside. <laughs> no, I <laughs> no, no. Yvonne cannot hold a rap beat. So Jeez. If somebody styles me to a label. I feel like I can do it. Considering how good your body roll is, I'm always surprised to know that, like, you just can't rap, you know?
0: Like. I'm African.
1: We, we come out the womb body rolling. And like,
0: that, like, most people cry, like, I come out like, Mommy, how are you? I also came out speaking English. All right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay,
1: okay. We got to get back to the list. Come on. I'm sorry. I always have to rein things in. we are never going to finish. No, we are. We are. We are. Okay, here we go. Moving through it. Number four the players make no money on the WNBA. Not true. So, yes, I mean, if you compare it to the NBA, there's going to be a stark difference, but the stats are here. The NBA vet minimum is about $815,000. Okay. The WNBA max is about $121,000. Granted, they do that in about a four-month four, four month period, you know? So what are you making in a full year, average American? About 60000 And they're doing it to play their love and enjoy their life. Also, a lot of these women then go overseas. I'm going to break it down. As, you know, I'm going to break down the life because I cover the league. I played ball. I know what it is. Some of these women, on you know, they're making nice money, a little under six figures. Some of them are making nice in the six figures from the WNBA um, and then if you're a really great player you're seeing 500 600 700,000 if you are the cream of the crop you'll see a Diana Taurasi make 1.2 million for her overseas contract and then let me m- remind you that money overseas is tax free you're also provided your often you're provided your full meals for the day a car and a usually very luxurious nice living quarters or like really just nice living situations so you're really out there just stacking
0: so do I need to go overseas right quick
1: you might need to get your life together and do some push ups cause and you know, was feeling fragile earlier and
0: I hear that Italian men like black women out there this, uh, is, this is your time to shine like learn to shoot a few free throws Yvonne yo I feel like I can get my Monica Wright Laws like in Love Basketball when she went overseas and remember when she had dinner with Sid and she had the, she had the trophy on the I'm trying to tell you I had to work in a Love Basketball. Every,
1: Every episode, I don't understand the problem.
0: Alright, moving on. Moving on. So, they, you're trying to say they make bank.
1: They make bank. They do. And they're certainly not broke. Okay, so number three, misconception about the WNBA. Not as much... What are you doing, Yvonne? I'm listening to the Cash Me Out supper. keep talking. Oh, Lord. Yvonne's trying to catch up on social media. Um, okay, number three... Misconception on the WNBA, there's not as much talent. Boo! I'm to tell you, these people have babies and they balling. So, oh, babies and balling. That's the new Ooh, show. That's our new podcast. That's after, our new. As we off. get married, and <laughs> babies and balling. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We used to be working for LeBron. <laughs> you need boyfriends first, need, <laughs> husbands. Husbands. Right. I need husbands husband first. first. I like the way you're thinking. Um, you can see,
0: was, you can see the different levels stop, of thinking. Stop. I was like, wait, husband. We we got time for the boyfriends. Listen, bro. Do
1: you know or not? Cash me outside. <laughs> you know, my dad always used to be that way. He would be like, ah, ah, Fatima, you do not need to be dating or out in the streets with these boys. Okay, yeah. having boyfriend. I don't want to hear about boyfriend. You can date when you are married.
0: Yeah. I'm like, what is this? No, that's what that's what my dad said. My dad was my dad. Said, Told me, like, when I was 16, I was like, Can I date now? You ca- when you get married, <laughs> it's like, What you cannot have a boyfriend till after you get married. I was like, What came first? The chicken <laughs> or the egg? This is is this like African proverb that you I cannot you
1: The coat, what I love about that is like, literally, every African girl has been told that exact yeah. thing by her father. You I cannot just not
0: date until you get married. It's just funny to me, like, just I'm still single.
1: So, <laughs> so are you bl- blaming your father for your yeah, singleness I took the daddy life. issue I, I got daddy issues <laughs> got daddy, issue. daddy cash me outside <laughs> that's why i'm still single what's her name we need to at least get her, her name, name is oh danielle am watching. okay the cash me outside girl yeah. all right moving on the number two misconception about the wnba finals and the wnba that the games are boring whack Boo. Oh. boo to that person because this is the second year in a row that the WNBA finals went to a five game series with back and forth lead changes every game and the same two teams you got a rivalry going and all the talent in the world you got maya moore who is just excellence itself maya moore four-time champion four-time gold medal uh winner for the olympics oops Yep, two-time NCAA champion, three-time high school champion, three-time Chinese League champion, Euro League championship, Spanish League championship. Maya Moore has won a championship every other year of her competitive life. You said
0: Chinese League and Spanish League? She's getting paid. How come there's no African League? It's all these tall Africans. We, you, yeah. I think you should start it, Yvonne. The African, <laughs> the African League Championship. How much am I getting sponsorship, buddy? <laughs> I'm like, yo, that there should be an African League Championship. It would be hosted by HBO. Okay, so, or, or uninterrupted. <laughs> You're right. see, you, you, you try to take away coins from them, and it be held in Lagos, <laughs> Nigeria.
1: Okay, I just want to poke a few holes. Hey, <laughs> see, see, that's why we just celebrated our independence. You're right. This is You're right. <laughs> I'm I'm messy. Messy. <laughs> All right, and uh, so excellence there, you got MVP, Sylvia Fowles, Candice Parker, talent, rivalries, get out of here, boring, we got excitement here, all you gotta do is tune in, which takes me to the number one misconception about the WNBA finals and the WNBA, come on. No one's watching. No one cares. What
0: were the, what were the stats? We, we should have the ratings right now. I got receipts. You got receipts? I got the receipts. What? <laughs> like the credit card receipts? Or yeah.
1: Okay. So as for watching, I just want to point this out because I do think this is really important. Um, finals averaged a rating of .5, which is up 24% from last year. Game 5 itself had a 08 rating which is the highest since 2003 in comparison the nba all-star game had a rating of 0. 0.4 Ooh. you know so it's people are watching and i think yvonne as you said and, that, and those are their all stars
0: right you know that's
1: the cream of the crop the cream de la crop. de la creme and if if you put it on people will watch so they just started streaming games on twitter this year from Ooh. the WNBA. over 613 Average viewers watched games on Twitter. Six hundred
0: thirteen thousand. Six hundred thirteen thousand. Like, I was like, wait, six <laughs> hundred That's wow. like my family
1: in the village. That's it. <laughs> You're so stupid. Okay, thank you for that. That's because someone will come back. See, how tell Ross said they only had six hundred thirteen people. Six hundred thirteen thousand. Okay. O- on the regular season, highest ratings since two thousand eleven. uh Total one point five seven five seven million. Can you read? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the same public school Nation Bell did? <laughs> Nation Bell said you went
0: to DC public schools. I'm excited. Ross was like 600, 525,600 minutes.
1: How do you measure? <laughs> okay. Also, the Sparks and the Lynx uh, grew their attendance. Um, by double digits, at least double digits this season, and you could see those packed out houses for the Minnesota Lynx. They do a great job of bringing fans in, so people certainly were watching. And also the celebrities were there. You had members of Blackish there. You had Snoop Dogg there, Vivica Fox there. Hey. You know, athletes, the the player, the NBA players come. So. People do care, and if you don't, shut your mouth. Ooh. And if you and if if you're curious, come out and watch a game or catch Roz outside or catch me outside. How about that?
0: How about that? All okay. right,
1: moving on. We gotta wrap this up, but our final story is Lavar yanking his youngest son Lamelo Ball out of high school. All
0: right, so this this brings us to a, a segment that I like to call. What kind of daddy are you? <laughs> I just made that up. It's a new segment. It's going to be a reoccurring segment in the show. Which, which kind of daddy are you? <laughs> clearly, we got daddy issues. Right, clearly. Um, so, you know. Why don't my daddy call me what? back? <laughs> Ross, this is not the time or place. No, I'm kidding. My father
1: because, loves me. My dad, hi, because daddy.
0: he's in the village. He doesn't all have credits. That's why he hasn't called you back. There's no lights. <laughs> I was joking,
1: daddy.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, no, seriously, what kind of daddy are you? So um, is LeVar, is he more like Joe Jackson, Richard Williams, or Kris Jenner?
1: Which will be included as well as as a dominant parent. All right, so um, can you just break down for those who may not have, who are the children of these people? So, you know, Kris Jenner
0: is uh, head of the Kardashian dynasty. Who took uh, one fleeting moment in a
1: <laughs> in a
0: child's life and turned it into an empire, right? So uh, turn up. And then Richard Williams is father to two of the most dominant players in sports history. I feel, Serena
1: and Venus of yes, tennis. Yes,
0: absolutely. Of, of tennis. Of of tennis. <laughs> my name is Duncan McLeod of the Clam of <laughs> Mother of dragons. <laughs> slayer of rackets. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> my name is my name is Serena Williams, slayer of rackets. Mother of child. <laughs> People
1: are going to think we're delirious in this episode. They should never let us sit next to each other and do a podcast. You
0: should have never interrupted my shower and my praise and worship singing. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what you get. Um, or uh
0: Joe Jackson. Of Make, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. 5. <laughs> maker of hits. <laughs> maker of all the hits that we know and love. So, I, I mean, Roz, which kind of daddy do you think LeVar is? Well, or, <laughs> bonus, bonus, yeah, is he like Floyd Mayweather Sr., who, even though his son is a boxer, still trained another boxer, Ocelot La Hoya. And then, like, also, like, wanted to, like, get money from Oscar, like, if he was to train him to fight his own son, which I was like, dang, Gina. So, because, I mean, you had a theory that, like, maybe Lavar would turn his sons on each other.
1: I don't know. Wait, what? You had a... Don't try to <laughs> put no crazy words in my mouth. No, but I, I do think that's an interesting twist in there with the Floyd thing, too, because, of course, you know, there's a lot of love there, but there was tension, right? So the question, I feel like, is is Lavar? If it's a if you comparing it to that, is he about himself or is he about the boys? And my feeling is, I feel like Lavar is at the foundation of everything. It's all about the boys and the family. Mm-hmm. And like if the attention comes with it, that's who he is. He's a big personality. But so then, which dad is he? Is so he I'm Richard? not I'm saying not Floyd. I'm okay. I'm I'm very much thinking he reminds me a lot of Chris Jenner. And okay. here's and here's why. Um, I feel like. Chris has maneuvered and po- positioned her daughters so well to a point where, like, there's business opp- – maybe not so well, like, from the business side, um, that there's business opportunities, money-making opportunities. That's what LeVar is doing. He's building an empire. He's building um, sh- sneaker deals and so that nobody else owns his boys. They own their own stuff. They, they self-own. They're- they're- it's their- no- there's no – big company that's getting in on that. Are are their names trademarked yet? I don't know. And then the (laughs) last...
0: runs the computer to check.
1: (laughs) And then the last thing I'll also say is, I think the Kardashians, whether you respect how they do things, and like LeVar, whether you respect how he does things, I do feel the Kardashian family is a family. They are close-knit. They love each other. They hold each other down. The Balls, they seem like a family. He loves his children. So I'm gonna go with Kris Kardashian. However... It may just be that Levar is in his own class. He's a he's a, he's in a <laughs> class of parenting all his own, and we have yet to even see how this unfolds. But I'm rooting for the Ball family. Okay, how about you, Yvonne? I think he's a he's a hybrid.
0: I feel like he's part Chris, part Richard, why and, Richard? and and maybe even a little Joe in there. I mean, I, I don't. What uh, Joe? Dang, <laughs> why? Why just, <laughs> Ron is trying to journalize me? Uh, well, Yvonne, <laughs> can you unpack this? Okay, Dr. Phil. <laughs> Not but I really feel like she's holding my hand. Why is she holding my hand, Jesus? Oh, no. I like she's rubbing my back. You're not my man. You're not. My... It's coming season. You're not him. Um Yeah. We're gonna get through this. No, I think I think to what you said about Chris, I think that's right. Um and also I think the Richard, because he's also like A lot of people came at Richard for his unorthodox methods. And Richard was like, listen, I took my kids from the slum of the slums to dominance. Mm -hmm. So whether or not you like me or my tactics, it worked. And so I think there is a little bit of that, too. Um, And then a little bit of Joe Jackson in the, you know, we all, he's trying to make all of them Mike. and He's trying to make all of them a a unit that's, that's making these money moves. So, you know we it stands stands to see maybe you're right that he's in his own class but i just thought you know that would be
1: interesting to see what kind of daddy he was well lastly to to, to another thing i'm curious about like what about Lamelo being like like he's like 16 he's got two years left of high school he's already got a lamborghini and he, his dad's yanking him to train him and homeschool him like Do you think that's like a good idea? It's not for us to say, but like, do you think that's a good idea?
0: Let me tell you, at sixteen, I didn't need nobody's Lamborghini. Like, I I had me a a Volvo, (laughs) the the official the official car of African immigrants. It wasn't even. It was like a a used car dealership, and and that's the car you practice on for accidents. You're like, because it's also the safest car in the world.
1: (laughs) Scuff the car? Won't he scuff that car?
0: And also, it's like I mean I don't know. Listen, you do what you got to do for your kids. Uh, you know, God bless it. But I I don't know. I feel like those are formidable years where you're really trying to instill in a child, you know, fiscal responsibility. Like you said, all the things that, you know, being in sports teaches you hard work and et cetera, et cetera. So I mean, listen, if at 16, I was in a position whereby somebody wanted to give me a shoe deal,
1: God bless it. God bless it's me just, with some talent, you know, and it may have questions about his eligibility for college. Cause it's his dad with his own family brand, big bowler brand. But my question is like, what about his the socialization that happens when yeah. you're in high school? Or what about academics? Is is he going to really be able to train uh, to teach this kid the level of schoolwork he needs to be in homeschooled? Like is that even a priority? Is he going to be getting academics or just training?
0: And also like being able to communicate with Um, and also communicating with other people because part of being 16 is knowing how to play on a team, knowing how to, even though you're the top or the head, being able to play with somebody who's not the top of head but having good relations with them. My uh, comedian friend, Roy was Jr., was just like... Uh this is the this is the the schedule. Like five AM uh workout uh, five AM to six AM workout, uh like six fifteen six fifteen to like six Twenty-five, like <laughs> algebra, <laughs> and he was like uh, six twenty-five to six thirty media trading, uh, seven o'clock. How to avoid these hoes? Like it was just like what? What kind of schedule is this? But um,
1: we, we it will unfold. We shall see.
0: We shall see. Um, but one thing is for sure, he is a daddy that is about his kids mm-hmm. and about that paper,
1: and and both don't have to be mutually excu- exclusive. So we shall see. We're watching. And From where I sit, I'm hoping it works out for the ball family.
0: So, all right, all, all right, right, y'all. Uh, thank you for hopefully laughing with us through <laughs> this. We got through it, y'all. Um, I'm still in my robe. Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna get ready now. Roz uh, has stopped sweating, she's, the, I've down. <laughs> she's, she's cool, pal. Down. Cool
1: oh, uh, <laughs> I am very passionate when I speak. Okay, <laughs> I believe I you just know that I care when I'm doing this podcast. It, I haven't Truly worked for the podcast until I sweated through it. Thank wow.
0: <laughs> so she ain't done nothing these last ten episodes. This is the first time she is she cares about this episode. Okay. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for rocking with us. Uh, remember the hashtag magic. I'm on my social handles at Yvonne or E O R J I and Roz is Rozgo21 R-O-S-G-O O S G O. Two, one. Okay, she's showing up now just because she can sing,
1: <laughs> and I and I still can. <laughs> it's not bad. I can rap on beat. It's Roscoe twenty one, and we done with the show. About to go to studio. We will see y'all for the next one. Oh.
0: Boo! <laughs> oh. And we out. Bye guys. Bye. On that note, later. <laughs>